Champion bachelors Craig and Greg present a myriad of topics centering on relationships and addictions in the positive lights of experience, strength, and hope. Both have struggled with the strongholds of addiction and with relationships that went awry, and both have emerged on the other side, stronger, wiser, and better prepared to become what they once set out to be. You're listening to The Solution. Dear Craig and Greg, I'm worried about my wife and my marriage. My wife is a very heavy drinker and she admits to doing methamphetamine on a social basis, as she puts it. Some nights while we're sleeping, she'll wake up in the middle of the night and go out and party again. Sometimes she's gone from home for a few days at a time. When I ask her where she's been, she accuses me of not trusting her. She always wears more revealing clothes when she goes out by herself. The other day, she had her purse wide open on our table. We were both sitting at the table and I simply took a quick glance in her purse from a few feet away, only to see a couple of condoms, which I know were not for me. I asked her, what are those? She got nervous and then yelled at me. And she said, don't you trust me? We never use condoms with each other, I said. She then said, honey, what is wrong with you? Don't you trust me? To keep the peace, I just told her I was sorry and that I was jumping to conclusions. But I believe she's cheating on me, Craig and Greg. Help me. I don't know what to do. Sincerely, confused and hurt in Arkansas. Welcome to The Solution. I'm your host, Craig Dolan. Sitting right next to my co-host, Greg Carter. Greg, how are you doing? Greg, Greg, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What about that ladder? Something else, isn't it? We Something have else. got a solution for that guy. Oh, I know. I know. Guaranteed. I feel his pain. Like when she gets up in the middle of the night and just takes off, whenever she goes out by herself, she wears more revealing clothes. Yeah. And then she tells him that, hey, you know, sure, I'm a social methamphetamine user. Social. Yes. So does that mean just socially a little bit of social and a couple of giggles and go home or? Uh, To me, in my experience in recovery, Mm -hmm. in recovery myself and the way I used to party, and also having worked in treatment centers, things like that. Mm-hmm. She is a heavy methamphetamine user. She's yeah. a social user. She might use around people, which the term social, <laughs> you know, right. is being used. She's a heavy user. I guarantee you she's not taking a smoke or hit of methamphetamine or a line or two. She's doing several lines. She's doing several tokes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that jumped out for sure, and uh, uh, the condoms in the the billfold. I I don't think she was keeping those for, for a friend. No, you know, like hey, I'll hold those condoms for you. No, I think uh, I think they were probably being used. <laughs> condoms might, are so she small. She might have been involved in that. Yeah, <laughs> condoms are so small, especially individually, right? You don't have to hold those for anybody. You can right. Have, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't have room in my purse for these condoms. Can you hold them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't see that happening. <laughs> I know. I you know. know. And uh, you know, and and yeah, the writing's on the wall on this one. And I, I think it seems like she's kind of run over him. Like he had foot tracks on his forehead. I think. I think she's run over him their whole marriage. She has for a while anyway, because. I think he's got sick. I think part of this deal is he's tired of fighting with her. Yes. 
you know, because he went beta. He went beta and wasn't even, uh, he didn't call her on her. He didn't call her out on her yeah, well, bad actually, behavior. Actually, he lied to himself when she yelled at him the, the second time, you know, saying, honey, what is wrong with you? Don't you trust me? And that's when mm-hmm. he said, I'm sorry. I was just jumping to conclusions. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't jumping to conclusions. No. What he's thinking is justified, right? Absolutely, but he should have called her out right there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And said, hey, there's enough evidence on the table here to uh, lock you up for a while. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> go to your room, do it. Go to the room, do a timeout. Yeah, she, if he but, gives her a timeout, she'd probably take off again and be gone for another two or three days. Yeah. yeah. You know, meth is a bad deal, isn't it's it? It's very bad. It's known to make people hyper in their sexuality. Yes, one of my friends used to run some treatment centers, and he said that methamphetamine users, while they're inside, they'd have to pay close attention to him because they would have what they would call hypersexual. Yeah, hypersexuality. See, I think it can be different, though. I'm just going to throw something out there. I definitely dabbled in it at one time. You know what it got me to do? What's that? Clean the house through and through, through and through. All I wanted to do was just be free to clean or stay up and read or write or do something like that to create it just hit that part of my brain i don't know yeah you know but it's different for everybody right right but yeah it, it definitely plays on the, the hyper part too you know the sexuality part too definitely yeah you know we want to solve this guy we want to help him out number one we're going to go into a little bit more about this about what this does to the brain in addictions and infidelities yes and their situation right now she needs to quit and he needs to tell her, hey, this can't be happening anymore or, or I'm gone. Yeah. I mean, let's he needs say, to do something. He needs to, he needs to help to get her treatment. Yes, he does. And the sad part about this is too, let's say if she were to quit doing dope and drink, let's just mm-hmm. say hypothetically, she mm-hmm. just quit. She quit altogether. Well, the, you know, the hurt and confused down in Arkansas, he has to work on something too because he's already developed a habit of being dishonest with him own self, not being true to himself. And she knows that, Hey, all I got to do is I can say something to him. He's going to turn around and to keep peace, he won't express himself. She knows that she knows him as a pushover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super beta person, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. No, yeah. So right. he'll, he'll have to learn to, to express himself honestly. Yes. Be assertive. We're not talking about him being aggressive. Just learn to be assertive. Being assertive, calling her out on the carpet, saying, hey, this is what I see. Yeah, right. right. You know, and she will love him for doing that. Yes, believe she it will. or not. And he doesn't understand that. But once he can come forth, come forward as an alpha and say, uh-uh, this has got to stop. Yes. I love you, honey. I love you. I love the heck out of you. But you got to stop because look what it's making you do. Right. Poor right, guy, poor guy. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I do too. But he's going to have to, you know, drastic times are uh, going to require drastic measures. Yes, they do. Yes, man. Something. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you look at the. Let's take a look at what this stuff actually does. Definitely, we're going to delve into a little bit more on, um, you know, what alcohol. What uh, methamphetamines, what, where they hit the part of the brain. And then at the end of all this, we're going to give our final analysis to the letter. How's that sound? Sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, really. The frontal lobe. 
there's um, four sections of the brain, right? The frontal lobe gets slowed way down when we're doing drugs or consuming alcohol. And so when the frontal lobe gets slowed way down, that's at the front of the head, gets slowed way down from partying, it affects your decision-making, it affects your reasoning, you're maintaining social appropriateness. It affects that. <laughs> it affects your personality expression. You've, uh, you've seen the, you've seen the drunk guy on top of a bar stool doing the jig. Yes, he ends <laughs> up on the floor, pees his pants. Uh, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I mean that's called personality expression gone wild. Yes, <laughs> but that's all part of the frontal lobe, oh. you know. So that's what's happening. When we go out and do these things, our decision-making, her decision-making, if you're gone for three days, you're yeah. doing meth with some other people, your decision-making is being skewed. Yes. I always like to use the word clouded. Yes, I like that. Better. I like clouded. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cloudy day. Yeah. Can't see the sunshine through the cloudy day. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That's, that's a good one. As an example for me. Going out being a former partier, right? Former drinker, mm -hmm. former drug user. I could recall whether it be a nightclub or going to an after hours party, there might be some lady that I'm not particularly attracted to. But as I get higher, consume more alcohol, consume more Coke, there's been times that the lady I'm not attracted to that I have no sexual desire for, all of a sudden I found myself, yeah, yeah, I would do it. That's where my mind was at. You yeah. know, at that time, back when I was partying, of course, so that was several years ago. Mm -hmm. But that's an example of, you know, clouded judgment. Yeah. yeah, how it changes us. You know, the the morals kind of go out the window too. They tend to they tend to do so. We're more game to do things that we normally wouldn't do. Right. Yes. It's not like everybody lost twenty pounds at midnight either. Right. Yeah. Exactly. stayed with us this far and that shows commitment, proving you possess the trait required to obtain the solution. Now let's rejoin the show already in progress. Everything got cloudy in that frontal lobe, right? Yes, it did. God. You know, you think about that, it's like, wow. And somebody who was doing that has done that they they gave up a chance at this life but they chose that life of cloudiness when they could have had that life over there of clean and pure and, and 2020 vision yes <laughs> but let's not let's not the best thing to do though is never get too bummed out about it because you know if if someone's been there you make your mess your message Yes. And that's what you've done, Greg, and I'm proud of you for that. Oh, thank you. And I can recall, too, having people tell me the next day after party, they go, Greg, you're really flirting with this girl. You know, she was married. And I go, well, it didn't matter because I wasn't flirting with her. Uh, you were flirting with her, Greg. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you're complimenting her looks, touching her cheek. Cheek, yeah. And I, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm, oh, then I felt bad because I didn't remember it. You know, I didn't remember. I remember talking 
this one instance, but I didn't remember how far I was taking it. Mm -hmm. And I know sober for me, that would have been wrong. Yep. You know, that just plain wrong. You know, a lot of relationships are destroyed because of drinking and drugging and social situations, you know? Yep. And that's, you know, before you start, before an evening would start, it can be called a dopamine desire. Yes. Because... You you want something. You want to feel good. You want to feel better. You want this dopamine desire. So you go to drinking or you go to drugging. All of a sudden, the frontal lobe slows way down. And before you know it, you are not doing anything to improve your social appropriateness. You know, your decision making out the door, out the yeah. window. Your reasoning. Take a hike. We don't need you, right? Right. Um, your personality expression. Yeah. Nah. Weird things happen and everybody laughs. Everybody has a good time. But yep. things that would, things that happen are very much out of the ordinary. Okay. Right. You know, because your decision making is not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like so many homes broken. So, yeah. It's yeah. Just, and then the guilt. Oh, man, the, the guilt. guilt. Once you find out later what you've done. Yeah, once you find out. Or you at the time, you remember what you've done. And then it's like, you know, there's no conscience. You feel that it's okay. And that's what that insanity is. To me, insanity is telling yourself a lie that it's okay to do something that you know is wrong. You give in to that lie, and then you feel like a piece of crap Let, the next Let's day. talk. Well, let's talk about our guy. What's his name again? Confused and Hurt in Arkansas. Okay, Confused and Hurt in Arkansas. When his... Wife came home, so in order to justify her infidelity, yes, they'll use emotional manipulation in the form of gaslighting. They will gaslight. You know, that's when she gets when she gets manipulated in Arkansas not to believe in his reality. Yeah, you know, I don't think he fell for it, but she was trying by saying. Um, you know, I didn't do that. Those condoms aren't mine. How'd they get there? That type of deal. You know, they're just not mine. Right. Um, and she actually basically got him to apologize. Yes. You know, whether he was wanting to or not, that's she won that round. Yes, she did. And if you win the first round, you win the first round when you've broken down him not to go after her right away and to call her out. She's won a big round. Yes, she did. Should be going out again. Yeah. You know, and that's that is emotional manipulations. Do you have what are some other ones of those that people use? Guilt baiting, unreasonable yep. blaming, targeting recipients, soft spot, holding another responsible for the manipulator's happiness and success. So, mm-hmm. you know, that really didn't say too much, Reed, but my guess is that she probably will turn around and they'll have other arguments where she'll say, I'm not happy or I'm not successful or we're not happy and successful because of you, you know, talking him down and making him give the impression like I'm doing you the favor for being with you. Yep. And it's, and that's distraction and guilt. Yes. You know, they will, they'll bring something up that isn't even related to what they're arguing about, yes. you know, and, and, you know, she'll just, she'll blame him for something that might've happened six months ago yeah, or a year ago. She'll be like, well, Remember that time when you, when we were out in public and you talked bad about me in front of our friends? Remember that time? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. you, you really talked me down. I, I'm still feeling bad about that. 
Oh, yes. I, I, you know, that, that really got to me. And then he's sitting there going, what? What's this have to do with right now? Right. She's like, well, you know what? You made me feel really bad that night. Yeah. That, that's a big one. That's distraction and guilt. Oh, I know. I know. You know, then you got um, like a display of inadequacy. She can kind of play the victim. Yeah. You know? I, well, I can't. You know, what, what was I to do? My friends called me that night. I'm sorry, but my friends called me. Her boy just about died in a car accident, honey. I had to go out and talk to her. Those were probably her condoms, too. I'm pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a display of inadequacy. Yeah. She put those in my purse just to play a joke, just knowing yeah. that you would Somebody react. played a joke on me. Yeah. I hate that. I hate when people play jokes, you know? Yeah. They, they're just a victim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, well, those can be, you know, important and poor down and out in uh, Arkansas. He's sitting there going, uh, 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 well, uh. Okay, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one's devaluing and gaslighting, of course. Love then, bombing. Yeah. And the other one's fear of violence. Mm. Fear of violence. That was like the, there's a lot of information on this out there. A lot of information. Yes, there yeah. is, you know. And um, that, you know, that's why I wanted to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a rundown of where it affects the brain. You know, the frontal lobe, we want to give you a rundown of, when somebody does try to emotionally manipulate you. Yes. Yeah. You know, to try to get out of that deal. But the bottom line, we're to the we're to the part of the show where both of us now give our final analysis on that letter. Infidelity and addiction, when two people have those combined together, mm-hmm. right? You know, same thing on the frontal lobe, mm-hmm. right? And then what's really interesting too is that addiction as well as infidelity they have a major ingredient it's about secret keeping mm-hmm. people that are practicing infidelity they're keeping secrets they don't want people to find out people with addiction that are using excessive drugs excessive alcohol secrets keeping secrets you're not volunteering a lot of information because there's a lot of drama that goes along with that you know infidelity a lot of that goes along secret keeping so here we have a lot of secret keeping now mm-hmm. i believe that the gentleman down in Arkansas, his wife is, you know, deals with addiction, of course, as well as infidelity. So that poor guy is really going through a lot. Yeah. He's going through a lot. That's that's my thoughts on that. And then when you mentioned about the frontal lobe and the effect that it has on that, that's amazing. Yeah. But it's amazing how that works, how they're the same. They're related oh, to each other. And it, now they if they're tied together, watch out. Yeah, addiction and um, infidelity. If 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 you have a if you have an infidelity, if you have if you cheat, and you're also an addict, yeah, an alcoholic, your chances of doing that go way up. Oh yeah, of others that may cheat, but they're not alcoholic or addict. They're doing it because you know they don't feel like they've ever been understood usually is why people cheat you know, they feel <laughs> they feel not understood i've been misunderstood all my life you know? Yo, well, the other right, person yeah. doesn't take a chance to really understand them right yeah but when you throw in alcohol and drugs oh yeah that that probability of having that encounter with somebody else goes way up yeah so now your judgment and that's being, how it is yeah judgment's being clouded as so a result is, of our, so what's your final analysis then for for the for the man i mean personally i'll give mine real quick i just think uh 
Number one, he has to man up, number one. He yep. needs to call her out on the carpet and say, you've, you've done this, this, and this. You either get this straightened out, honey, because I do love you. Yes. Or guess what? I'm going to have to do what I got to do. Yeah. You know, he, he has to lay it out. He has, he has to, has to give out. her reasons and he has to tell her he loves her. Yes, he does. But he has to be a man and call her out and, and grow up, grow some stones. And she will like that. And that might okay. give her a reason. That might get him going. And but, she, and, but she needs to, she needs to stop doing what she's doing, you know? Yeah. He's, she needs, to, she needs help to stop doing what she's doing. Yeah, they confused and hurt in Arkansas. I, 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 I'm an advocate for church for God. Yes, as as you know, right. Put putting that in there. If you're not going to church, by all means, go to church. Pray to God every night to give you strength to get through this. Pray for strength to communicate with her. Yeah, to let her know that way. I believe if he prays with it, prays to God, he's coming from a good place. Yeah. Also, God is everywhere. Yes. You don't need to go to church to pray. It's a great place for fellowship. Right, it is. But God is right here. You can drop to your knees anytime. Yeah. Tell him what tell him how you're how you're hurting. Tell him how you want his love to fill you up. Yes. Yeah. And he will do that gladly. Yes, he will. He needs to pray for her every day. Whenever you feel negative towards person, that's manifested by self will. Anytime you pray, it's spiritual. So good point. Spirituality is stronger than self will. So if he prays for every day, the spirituality pushes away the negative feelings he has towards her. He'll at least come with peace at himself. Yep. Top one of the top points of the day. I'm giving that to you right there because you're right. (laughs) You pray for somebody that you got resentments to before you know it, the resentments will be gone. The love can be rebuilt. They're very good, Greg. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, we're going to wrap this thing up. Okay, we have to. <laughs> we have to go. We want to <laughs> thank you, listener. We love you. And um, Greg, appreciate it. Have a good night. Take care, listener. This concludes this episode of The Solution. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out our next episode. Send your questions and comments to Craig2042 at gmail.com. That's Craig with a C. Until next time, good luck and goodbye.